it's interesting. You go to Dhaka a lot, um, way more than all of us. Like my parents live there, and I don't go there as much. Um, <laughs> But Wait, how well, often does he go? How often do you go? Yeah, how often? Um, at, at least once a year. Oh. Um, so usually I'm there during the winter holidays. I winter in Asia, um, <laughs> <laughs> which is like all the rage. So. Oh yeah. Um, yeah, I, I, I love December, January, and yeah, in Bangladesh. Yeah, so. that's the best time too. Yeah, weather-wise, it's just really nice. You know, I would say that December, January is the best time in Dhaka because there's the most just stuff going on like so it's much so going exciting. On. really exciting time to be there but the most beautiful time to be in Bangladesh I think is actually in the summer because yeah. although it's extremely hot it is so green and lush and beautiful oh and it's quite gray right it's like yeah yeah so if you can stand the heat go in summer if you want to see the country yeah. Whereas you want to just be in Dhaka, December, January. It's like wedding. Oh, that's good advice. Because, the I mean, those of us with kids. The also beautiful too, right? Because of all yeah. the lush. Yeah. yeah. Um, I haven't been in the summer since, I don't even know, since I was a kid. It's been a while for me too. Yeah. I mean, you know, we, uh, <laughs> we, we were all talking about, we've been seeing a lot of people in Dhaka, December, January, just severe FOMO in terms of like all the fun that happens, as you mentioned, like the weddings and all these events. And um, the other reason I wanted to bring you on is because so much has changed in Dhaka. Like I, the last time I was there was right before COVID, but even since then, just seeing the evolution of Dhaka in particular from like the Metro system, which I'm dying for you to talk about. Cause I saw that you actually oh, yeah. used the system um, and then I, I want to, I mean, one of the things that Shams and I get along on is the fact that we love food and <laughs> I want to talk about the food scene there because cheese yes. so much has popped up there. And then the yes. other one that we relate on is fashion. Um, he, he got some nice shit in Taka that I want to talk about. Um, so can you tell us about this Metro rail system that just launched in Taka? Absolutely. I would love to. I mean, so basically I heard about the Metro Rail when I was in Dhaka in February of last year. And so about one year ago, I went for a very good friend of mine's wedding. Um, and then I heard about this Metro Rail and I like just didn't have time during that trip to take it. So then this time when I was there in December, January, I was like, all right, I've got to do this. So I went with my friend. Uh, I went with my friend Samad, who like lives in Dhaka. And so he was like, oh, yeah, I was meaning to do it this too. Let's do it together. So, of course, and like, you know, we just we go to the Metro Rail. I think we started in, uh, I want to say in Motijil, but let me check. I'll have to check. Don't quote me on that. We started in Motijil and then we went up to, we took it like three stops. Um, but it was, How far does it go? It goes all the way to like Uttara, like upper. Oh. So it's actually really, really nice. So this is the, this is the, uh, one of the lines essentially that has been like fully constructed. And so now people are using it. And I was actually really impressed by how a clean it was and how, you know, how many people were using it. I was like really impressed. And we didn't even really go through, go during a, like a big peak time. We went like maybe after 10.30, we were like 10.30 AM. So a little bit after like the morning rush. Um, and then we just, it was such a clean, well-staffed, situation wow. and um you know 
the ticketing system was very easy. We just went, we bought a ticket with cash. We didn't have like the, but you can also use a little card that you like load. Yeah. So you can literally, you know, Metro card it up over there, but we just paid cash. And I think it was only 30 Taka or something or 25 Taka or something for one, for the ride that we were going to take, which was three, which by car probably would have during a traffic time probably would have taken like 30 hours. Um, we got there in like six, which wow. is really a big, it's really big. Um, it's huge. And it's I saw huge. a lot of, one of the, um, I guess, observations, I have a number of observations, but uh, one of the observations was that there were a lot of women taking the Metro, which I thought spoke to the level of confidence that women had yeah. going. Obviously, I'm not a woman myself, but like, I can only assume that there are certain like perceptions about safety and, and yep. things like that when these are must be considerations. I always hear most of our cousins are, are women. So they're <laughs> like, you know, everyone I always hear about like, oh, you shouldn't do this, you can't do this as a woman. Yeah. And so it was really heartening to see how many women were taking the metro. So I, I was excited about that. And yeah, we had a really, really good time. And I'll, I'll send you guys some videos um of Please like the, of the train station. It was really, really impressive. You it, it made me very proud. Um just because I was like, dang, like we have a full metro station that's like nicer than a lot of ones in the Amazing. US. <laughs> yeah. It's not they like did a whole mural, right? Was that around like Airport Road? Yeah. So now they do they have all of this like rickshaw art style. Because rickshaw art, by the way, is now a an internationally protected art form mm. as dubbed by UNESCO, which is really 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 this happened i think like two maybe two three years ago again don't quote me on it but like if we look it up i will find it but i, I heard this from a friend in dhaka but this is really cool really important actually rickshaw art i see it commissioned this um this like kind of dumb poster but i really love it's it it's not dumb it's actually pretty yes, cool yeah, it's from your it birthday really right cool. <laughs> is that you yeah so this is a is a rickshaw art inspired poster that i had commissioned by this amazing artist uh, named Jitu. He goes by Oloki. And he actually does, I don't know if you guys remember this store in Dhaka called Jatra. Of course, mm-hmm. yeah. yeah. It's in Bonani, this store called Jatra. He actually does a lot of the designing for the products in Jatra. Oh, wow. It's, it's this whole kind of like old film, like kind of that, like how Bollywood inspired rickshaw art and old Bangladeshi natoks and stuff yes. like that. Yes, yeah. Reminds but, me of the old Bangladeshi movies, like yes, movie yeah. posters. The old movie posters, exactly. And so I had him make one called for my, my birthday party, which was themed my super sweet Sangeet. I love that. <laughs> you guys remember the uh, the TV show? Yes. My the super sweet 16, Yes. Right? Yeah. So anyway, so rickshaw art is now a protected art form. In, in wow. Really Did cool. not know that. Yeah, and so they have on the way to like these train stations and on the way to Old Taka as well. And I'll tell you guys what's on. Oh, you need to tell me about that. The train goes all the way to Old Taka. No, it doesn't. But like when you're driving, oh, on the driving, also these big murals on like kind of you know when the highway when there's like you know the highway and elevated things that support the highway. And so on those, they have these big murals. It's very beautiful. Wow. Yeah, the beautification of Bangladesh, I think is um definitely something that's happening i mean Bangladesh will always be like our like dusty grungy gritty place but there are pockets of just like insane beauty there um which i just love and, and i i make it a point to appreciate those things like when i'm there 
Yeah, it's it's I mean, so much has changed and it looks amazing. The other part, like with food, so I think a lot of people follow Rakeen, who I'm sorry, yeah. Yeah, yeah. So it was really funny, actually. I thought it was ironic. He did like a video, he made a video of checking out food in Dhaka. And you and Kishwar were the ones showing him where to find food. So Kishwar, for many of you who don't know, Kishwar Chaudhary was one of the finalists or runners up for uh, Top Chef, Master Master Chef, sorry, Australia. And you guys were showing him around and he was like, I've never been to these places. (laughs) And he's local too. Yeah, he's from there. He's from there. To be fair, he does live in Uttara. So there is like a bit of distance, but maybe he could start taking the metro. Uh, (laughs) But, um, you know, he he reached out to us and was like, hey, would love to do a vlog. And he's a big vlogger. I had actually never met him before this. And so he was like, I want to go and eat these kind of like vintage foods, nostalgic foods from like Dhaka. So we went to like Dhaka University area. Uh, We went to Bailey Road. And Kishwar is actually like the food, like, I mean, she's an amazing chef and she's an amazing friend of mine that I've known now for like over 15 years almost. Wow. 15 years. Um, I lived in Dhaka for about a year back in 2010 um, while I was working at BRAC. Oh, my sister worked at BRAC at the same time. Oh, really? In Dhaka? Yeah. Oh, amazing. What, who, what's your sister? Do you know what where she worked? Like what section? No, I'll have to follow up. Okay. Anyway. Of course, we're all connected as usual. Yeah. <laughs> that's so funny. No, that I mean, it's funny. funny how many people, like I saw one person that's actually related to us, like Maliha Nahreen's cousin, uh, Farzana, like randomly showed up to the office one day and I was like, are you my cousin? <laughs> 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 it's like the Dr. Seuss, like, are you my mother? <laughs> But it's just a bunch of Bangladesh. She's walking around being like, are you my cousin? Are you my mother? <laughs> That's like all of Damon's family's like, you keep saying they're all your cousins. They're really not. Because they only consider first cousins cousins. Everyone yeah. else is just somebody. I'm like, no, they're all cousins. And everybody's an uncle and an aunt. We don't, you know, we don't, we call them Kala, Kalu, cha 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 it Somebody doesn't have to be Apple. The day, they were like, well, no, that's your second cousin. Once, once removed. <laughs> <laughs> oh, but anyway, so yeah, we're talking about, so the food, yeah, like the food scene, not only because I know you guys went to like all over, all around Taka, but also in general, I've been noticing people who live there um, posting so, so many different, like a variety of cuisine now and just really cool restaurants. The food scene has grown immensely, like over the past twenty or so years, um, especially in like your kind of more central Dhaka locations. Um, obviously, Gulshan Bonani Baridhar is like a hub of like lots of big fancy restaurants, a lot of posh dining over there. But then you have like Uttara and Hanmundi that have just like sprawling, amazing, you know, just breath of new restaurants popping up and these are restaurants that are actually like you know ethnically different from our bangladeshi cuisine or south asian pan Mm -hmm. south asian thing obviously we have our main like biryani spots we have our main you know fuchkas we have we actually did a blind taste testing of three different fuchka places uh, while we were while i was there just as like a fun activity but now you see you see so many more italian uh, Korean is a big one. Japanese restaurants are popping up. Chinese restaurants, of course. Um, 
and you're seeing a lot of different things you're seeing you know I, I think a lot of it started back in the day with like restaurants like el toro that came and yeah i still remember that place. yeah <laughs> isn't that your uncle's yeah it's my, my my mom's elder brother yeah um who started el toro back in like the early 90s and that was like kind of a, a first like pioneering moment for for like the first mexican restaurant and probably hall of you know the general <laughs> of asia vicinity um definitely in bengal at least but yeah yep. so it, you know i think a lot of things have come up i think people are leaving the country coming back investing more mm -hmm. There's a lot more remit remittance happening you know coming in especially to like you know big cities like Dhaka, of course, but then also like Silet. There's a lot happening in Chittagong. Chittagong, uh, right. And so, you know, it's really, really cool. And I ate at some good restaurants like while I was there. And I think Dhaka, so I, I spent 12 days in Bombay, and I will say the Dhaka food is far superior. Whoa. What was the best thing you had at Dhaka? Oh, wow. It's such a hard question because there's so many different things that I love. So there's like my favorite, you know, Puchka place is like VIP Shad Puchka that's right across from Gulshan Club and Gulshan 2. I'll give you the oh, address. Not, not, <laughs> not Pink Kumudini, City one? Not Pink City. Pink City, Pink, Pink City's number two. That's Nilofer's. Nilofer's yeah. is number two. And then everything else is after that. But, <laughs> um, uh, you know, that, for example, I love uh, fast food. I mean, some just like mainstays for me are always going to be Roll Express if I'm like really oh, craving yeah. a coffee roll. <sighs> Always go to they have a very good yeah. tom yum soup there too. Wow, that's hmm. so random. Random. Like, <laughs> yeah, tom yum soup. There's tons of amazing Thai uh, restaurants. Yeah. Ones, um, popping up uh, recently. Where did we go? A Korean restaurant called Goong, which is very delicious. Um, another place that I love. Oh, I mean, of course, there is the classic Japanese restaurant Izumi, which is Izumi. like. One of the most important restaurants in Dhaka yeah. probably. <laughs> and I told RC, I was like, let's do a documentary on your journey with the restaurants here. He's also, you know, um, a founder of Holy yeah. um, Bakery. We're talking about our salon for because you're like RC. Mm -hmm. <laughs> yeah, our salon. Like yeah. the original Holy? Yeah, the original Holy. And then now also Oro. The restaurant Oro is also very, very good. Kind of. Some of your more like posh, posh eats. And these restaurants are like changing social structures and how people dine and how they socialize. Like it's not just a food establishment. People are going there constantly. I remember there was one restaurant that popped up called Manzo. And um, I think I went to this place like three times, not necessarily because I like needed to go there, but because, <laughs> like, you know, come to Manzo. Like, yeah. Oh, it's like a big social. Is it still there around or no? It shut down? Manzo? Manzo, yeah, it just opened like last year. <laughs> oh, okay. Yeah, it's still there. It's still there. Um, but socializing in, in Bangladesh and as Bengalis, as you all well know, is like so much centered around food. Yeah. Because mm -hmm. people are bored in Bangladesh, they have nothing else to do, so they're just eating. Um, <laughs> actually, because we have such amazing food and you know, our culture, we really care about food and we come we come together with food. And and so naturally food is such an important part of it. Aside from the restaurant scene though, I will say some of the best food that I've eaten is actually home cooked. Home cooked. Yeah, for sure. 
Nobody beats, you know, aunties kind of. Exactly. And so, you know, and sometimes people say, you know, the best restaurant is the house food. You know yeah. what's my favorite is chocolate nashta and bigalin mm. nashta. What do you have during that? There's just something about it, even if it's like a dimpoch, like whatever it is, like the tea and like a puri or a just yeah. the 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 warm roti with like the alu bhaji. Yeah. Oh, just Did you guys good. have like the hot roti that they put in one of those? Yes, yeah. containers. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Everybody yes. Three different types of ruti. Yes. <laughs> we have like uh, regular, um, like that time thing. Atta ruti. We have like, and then like a bunch of different, like bhajis and parthas and meat that you actually oh. have specifically with those breads. With different breads. Yeah, like you're eating yeah. like hasher, you know, uh, curry with only like this cheetah ruti. Like you're cheetah always, ruti. You know, oh, that cheetah ruti. That's what I miss. I feel like in the U.S., there's no Bangladeshi fine dining, you know? Well, so or shout regular out to, dining. Yeah, but yeah. shout out to Amma's Rannagar, I think is what it's called in New Jersey, actually. She, she was just nominated for James Beard Award. Garai Kitchen, oh, she right? was? Garai Kitchen, I think. Garai Kitchen. What is it? Oh, yes, I've heard of this place. It's like Amma something, though. I'm sorry, guys. The, girl, the mom butchering. and daughter yeah. duo. Yeah. And yeah. she she created a Bengali food option like category on Grubhub or DoorDash or something. Yes, yeah. Man, but it's, amazing. So it's good. literally an auntie cooking, you know. Okay. So that's really cool. Yeah. Um, talk to me and all of us about the fashion scene in Taka right now, and some of the people that you worked with because you got some really cool pieces made when you were there this last time. Yes. Um, the fashion scene in Dhaka is really, really, hold on one second. Let me just, uh, do, do, do. just tell these people that. These people. They're probably way more important than we are. So thank you. <laughs> oh, Brad, okay, she's fine. It's um, like Rachel managing another Super Bowl. And he's like, <laughs> he's like, I have some. <laughs> I'm like, dear Oprah, I'm <laughs> talking to my cousin. Bye. We have a thousand plus followers now, so yeah, yes, we are making our way. Oh, guys, this is so embarrassing. <laughs> oh my god! Um, okay, so the fashion scene in Haga is wild. Um, as some, you know, I think uh, because of my time in in Haga in 2010, I really, you know created a life for myself, like a social life that was separate from the one that my parents just kind of like described for me. Um, <laughs> Tell us a little bit of how you did that though. Cause that's not easy to do. Mm -hmm. I came to Dhaka for about 10 months. And in that time I uh, was working, working at BRAC. Uh, I didn't really do anything important there, but uh, <laughs> the most important thing that I did was like the networking in Dhaka. Uh, I guess I did so by just being like, I don't know, like open to meeting people. Um, you know, and, and I think I had some like key family members who were also, you know, very much in society. And so I would like be around other people. And then, mm -hmm. you know, I also started an acapella group. I started, you did? So I was in an acapella group in college. And I really missed it while I was like abroad for that year. So I was like, I'm going to start an acapella group and um, in Bangladesh, and I called it Dhaka Pala. Um, 
Uh, <laughs> of course. And, Is that the one uh, with like Beatback Show in them? It beat no Beatback Show in them. I I know those guys, but this this was like this was like before any like beatboxing you know stuff was really taking hold there. I think I mean I I also not positive, but. I just started a group and I basically had auditions. I reached out to like the music teacher at like the American school and like various people. And I just put together with some Bangladeshi locals, some like American kids from the school, some teachers from the American school, some like one of the guys was like in the Marines, <laughs> like all of these just like random collection of people. And that was really fun. And oh, who's calling me? That's nuts. It's Oprah. My mom. <laughs> My mom was more important than Oprah. Yeah. More, absolutely. Um, so I, yeah, I just started this group. And I think that was also a way for me to socialize too, because I would go to like the American club. And at that time, you know, American club was like the place. It was like the hotspot, like everybody went there. So I think honestly, I have the American club to thank because I did meet a lot of people there. Um, and you know, during that I'm time, so I was a member there. So, you know, you, meet yeah. people, you get all these, you got all these like, you know, expat clubs, right? Like mm -hmm. club and uh, Baga club they had back then and, you know, all these places. And so you just like meet people there. And then through, I think my growing interest in like loving Bangladesh in a very authentic way that was like authentic to me and not just like going there because my parents were going and being dragged from like one dollar to another. <laughs> I, you know, I really just grew my own appreciation for this place. And so it made me want to like keep up and come back and, you know, reconnect with everybody. And so the friends that I made in 2010, you know, I've maintained over many, many years now coming back and like being with them and giving them my time and energy because it frankly is very important to me. Um, but Bangladesh is a very different country from the US, right? Like the way that I operate there is like totally, is a totally another version of who I am here. Um, it's very much authentic. To who I am, but like it's just a totally different side. Um, when you're there, you know, the, especially a lot of people that I know there, these are like a lot of like pioneering families of like big industries in Bangladesh or people who like own very important businesses that like you know affect the way that this yeah. country developed over the past you know 50 years. And so it's really cool because our family history also like ties in to a lot of like these people. So like I have very dear friends, like my one friend, Mirza, um, you know, I love him, Mirza, when you watch this, I'm shouting you out. Um, so like Mirza, we found out recently that like our grandfathers and great grandfathers were like friends and collaborators and homies, like, and that during liberation, they like, you know, protected members of my family during, you know, it's just like knowing all of this information is crazy because Mirza and I became friends as our third, fourth generation, just like homies at like whatever, the American club. And then you realize, wow. you recognize that there's so much deep, so much depth and so much history that yeah. connects us. And that just makes these friendships and those relationships feel so much more important when my mom is like, oh, hey, like, you know, uh, Sadri uncle came to our house in Connecticut and he like slept on the floor and like, blah, blah. Don't you like, love those stories? Amazing. And this is like, you know, she's like, uh, this is the Ispahani family of like the Ispahani tea. Tea. And so, you know, they're like. Is that why his name is Mirza? Because it's Mirza Purcha. <laughs> <laughs> 
I know the is jingle it? is running through my head as oh we my speak. God. Mirza, yeah. please comment and tell us. The Mirza, story like, and subscribe and comment <laughs> directly to Mirza's WhatsApp right after. Um, but, you know, it's just, the point is, like, it just feels like so, it feels like you're really part of something. Where I think in America, we it's so big and, like, yeah. we're all here, like, doing our thing. But it's, like, when I go to Bangladesh, I feel like we are all kind of like yes. family yeah. in a sense. Like I may not know you or be related to you actually, but like there is a kinship, right? Yes, totally. It's hard, even here, you could be like, you know, Johnny's dad next door. You probably grew up with them next door your whole life, but it's still not the same connection. Uh, it's like we all have different experiences in life. Yes, in Bangladeshi, Bangladeshi Americans, like whatever. But, you know, going there, I just feel like the way that we as a people, and especially my friends in Bangladesh, the way that they show up for me yeah. when I come yeah. there, like they're like throwing ragers and like parties, like in my honor. Like I got a flyer that was like, you know, I was like the guest of honor. VIP. <laughs> and it just, it feels amazing. And not, and not even because for me, it's just more just like the fact that these people and our people are so, I think in a sense, patriotic. Mm -hmm. It's not like the right word exactly, but we're very proud of like who we are as a yeah. people, as a culture, that we want to like show the best parts of that yeah. to all the people that come from the outside. Yeah. And I am somebody that is from the outside, but I get to experience the inside yeah. like, in a way that is so different from like the way that other people in, in my, you know, general profile would would have and so i feel very lucky that i have that you know every time i go to dhaka and we're about to land and the you know the flight attendant comes on and says like hey we're about to zia international airport i don't know whatever it's called now has read yeah this is how long it's been right but like literally i i'm just overwhelmed it's up to here i'm about to like i cannot contain the tears that come because literally it feels like welcome home and i don't feel that emotion anywhere else it's that's shocking because i know that you're a very strong not oh my god every time person. every time <laughs> right every single time but I'm i get it and i'm like crying yeah it's it's, totally it's a weird here. thing I, and i've never like lived there i don't have like that Same. strong physical ties there but there's something about just knowing that that's where your people are like it's a very surreal feeling but you feel it really deep down yeah, yeah. it's so palpable for me too like i totally can relate to you to ship on that it's like any, and it's not even just like the airport. And when you come this time, you're going to take the like the flyover, which is not Ooh. complete. And you'll get into Bonani if that's where you're going. You'll get there in seven minutes. It's insane. Because all I think about is traffic insane. when I think of Taco. Yeah. I think about, <laughs> I just think about all these things that I get to witness. And like the Taco Metro, I like almost started crying because I was like, this is so, this is so huge. I see like some of my, um, friends are bringing these big shows into town, right? Into the country, like Shark Tank, Bangladesh. This is being- Really? Like, yeah, like they're working on that. Like, I don't even know if I'm allowed to say that. Okay, whatever, who cares? I saw um, it online somewhere. I think yeah, it might be public. This is yeah. published. Okay, so yeah, like they're working on a Shark Tank, Bangladesh, and like, uh, you know, like a Master Chef, Bangladesh, and like an mm. idol, Bangladesh idol. So these are all like really exciting- That is uh, so amazing. That are happening. So in entertainment, yes, this is my field, but 
you know, there are a lot of these movers and shakers who are young people. I was just on a call with this lovely guy named Rahat Ahmed. I don't know if maybe. Yeah, he's got the. Bideshi. Bideshi, yeah. Bideshi, like B slash Deshi. And, um, you know, he has so many amazing ideas about. What is that? What is Bideshi? It's a, it's a community of, <coughs> excuse me, it's a community of people, um, basically these like big kind of message boards where all of like our like non-resident Bangladeshis and also resident Bangladeshis can like be together and, and they have different like verticals for these like message boards and entertainment. Really? And, yeah, like lots of things. So I'm part they have of meetups uh, in different cities across the US, uh, UK. Yeah. yeah. Not they in Minneapolis. Yeah, they had like a great turnout. And they they go had one in Chicago. Building support. Yeah, they did. Yeah. Building support for like all of these people and all of these things that are happening when, you know, we see like our neighbors in India are like going hard for like other Indians in yes. And, and it's like, where is our centrality? Where is yes. our, um, our, I guess, infrastructure for like being able to support Bangladeshi, whether it's artists or, yes. uh, you know, people in academia or whatever. I mean, you know, the amount of support that I felt for winning an Emmy, the amount of support that Kishwar felt for MasterChef, the amount of support that Nusrat felt for, um, you know, her uh, judge appointment. Like these are oh, yeah. things that should, that are celebrated, yes, but it's like, how do we create like centralization for yeah. all that we can all like rally behind something and then also to bring money into things, right? There's a lot of very, very successful, very wealthy Bangladeshi Americans. Yes. And how do they leverage their financial resources to help our, our community? Right. We just talked about this. We just posted yeah. it this morning. Really? That there's no unity in our community. I mean, it's a very like, it's a very initial part of a very big conversation totally but it is i think you said it perfectly like we don't have the actual infrastructure like we were saying there's so many other communities in my immigrant communities in this country that have made their way we're still so young we're still so new we're still immigrating first gen mm -hmm. immigrants but we're gonna but have we it. don't have I'm telling you like yeah years okay so like right now okay so maybe like six years ago seven years ago koreans had like a huge moment in the global scene. Yeah. And like the amount of, and K-pop was bubbling for years and years and years. Yeah. Then it just really broke. And yes, K-pop has been around for decades, but the way that it broke in the mainstream really put Koreans on the map. So now you're seeing the ripple effect into so many other things. In care, K-drama. K-dramas. So then now you have right now, what's happening is this like amazing movement for South Asians, namely right now, Indians, mm -hmm, so mm -hmm. with like you know, people like Mindy and um, you know, just all of these so many, yeah, like Priyanka's like movement. Or, I mean, yeah. love, but like you know, here we are. Um, but we as a South Asian diaspora are like very much there, and I think Bengalis and Bangladeshis are having like a moment with a lot of these people coming out and doing things that are outside of the norm in a big way that are making a global impact. And it's like truly just the start. And I think that coupled with this like burgeoning like class of young people, I think like I heard some statistic that like over 60% of Bangladeshis are like under the age of 40 or something or wow. 35. I mean, and you're so seeing it in politics, you're seeing yeah. it in entertainment, <laughs> but I feel like that, that, movement is happening more so in Bangladesh than it is here. I almost feel like um, 
what's his like the muzas of the world like you have to make it in bangladesh in order to make it here yeah because, yeah and i think a part of the reason is because our parents for the most part left at a time when bangladesh was a certain way which yeah. is very different from the certain yeah. way that bangladesh is now and so because our parents left during that time and they came to this country like a new place and they really held closely all of these like ideals these cultural ideals yeah. that they had from then it's actually a bit outdated now and so mm -hmm. when they, raised us, they raised us with those ideals so in many yeah. ways we as bangladeshi americans are kind of behind way behind yes we're talking about to our counterparts in in bangladesh absolutely every time i go back either you think to yourself oh we're americans so we're like so much more progressive but in reality mm -hmm. it's different it's not really a linear comparison um and and i would venture to say that actually like people in bangladesh are quite progressive in in, in many ways and much yeah. more globally global-minded than yeah. we are oh yeah like just the awareness of what's happening around around them around the world is just so much higher than I mean, yeah like looking at like current affairs right now current um geopolitical situation in gaza um the the way that i perceived all of this while i was in asia namely in, in bangladesh versus the way i perceive it all while i'm here in terms of like what types of media i'm being mm -hmm. fed mm -hmm. it, it's so different it's like night and day yeah mm -hmm. and i feel like there they're getting a lot more of like a real global perspective yeah here we're getting like a pretty like directed strategic filtered yeah yeah. So you were talking about how when you're in Bangladesh, you're very much, it's a very authentic self, but it's a very different self. And I'd never thought of that. But when you said it, I could totally relate. But tell us a little bit more about what, what does that mean? Like, give us an example. I think it's like a, you know, a, a matter of code switching, right? Like you're, you, you know, we code switch in everyday life, right? Like you're. Work versus personal life. Yeah way with like your family and your certain way with your friends and uh and I, so i think it's like that um but it is like a full like you're stepping into like a new costume yeah <laughs> yeah um and and my costume i think is like a, a bit more like fabulous like, <laughs> I, <love that>. yes, <laughs> I get it takes us to the fashion because you were yeah you were able to express a lot of your fashion in I, I love expressing myself through fashion and i i've always loved it um, and I think when I go to Bangladesh and when I go to like, you know, Thailand and these places, it really empowers me, especially I'm a bigger guy. And so I am unable to participate in all areas of Western fashion because of my size. And so I, of course, as like, because it's just who I am, I'm like, well, if I can't buy the things that I want, I'm going to create the things. Make that it. That's right. So I have like all my tailors lined up. I got like five tailors working on me. Dorjis. In Bangladesh? Yeah. Straight, straight up Dorjis. I love this. Oh, even this, this shirt that I'm wearing was made from a kata that my friend, um, she, her brand is called Dhaka Vintage. So everyone mm -hmm. Tell us about Dhaka Vintage, please. Oh, Dhaka Vintage is so so cool um so she makes she basically has curated like just amazing sharis and uh gatha and like rajshahi silk and like all of these amazing things over like the course of her whole life and so she has like 20 25 years worth of just like amazing amazing fabric, fabric. Yeah. 
and anything, you know, and she basically has all these like almaries like all throughout her house. She doesn't have a studio yet. I want that to change. Um, and so, you know, she basically just has all this stuff. So I went through all of her stuff and, you know, we, we go through and, and the reason why I even was put on to her was because uh, one of my friends, Ifaz, was wearing a very cool looking bomber jacket that was clearly made out of like some kind of silk. It was a stripe. So I asked him and he told me uh, that he saw this girl like basically selling her wares at Arca Fashion Week, which is like this amazing event that's put together. So there's a lot of events that happen in, in Dhaka nowadays. There's Dhaka Makers, which is like all about artisan uh, creators coming together. And there's Arca Fashion Week, which is all about like the different fashion houses in Bangladesh. And there are many now. Uh, there's high end, there's low end, there's everything in between. And Dhaka Vintage basically sold out there because people were oh. so so oh, wow. she me on to her and I called her up and I was like listen you are mine <laughs> I was like I love everything that you're doing I would love to collaborate with you so she invited me over to her house um she's also pregnant like she's like fully like not trying to take orders and I was like please you just have to here for two months like I need everything um so yeah, we just went, we worked together. I picked all these amazing textiles from her collection. I brought some of my own from India, from you know, from Mahbub Taylor and Barney Market, second floor. Like shout out Mahbub Taylor. Shout out Mahbub Taylor. Uh, so like, you know, we you know, I just source, I love sourcing beautiful fabrics. I I just I love textiles. And so, you know, I just basically gave her all the stuff. I was like, all right, let's make some stuff. So she made me these amazing, like bomber jackets um she made me like this shirt she made me like all these blazers and stuff oh my god lovely i lovely. saw the ones made with like the katan shari yes oh, those were so beautiful this is what i wore at my birthday party yeah it was made this out of a one. literal like <gasps> beer shari from like the 80s wow that's a cool but, idea yeah anyway so, so cool this like makes this dope dope stuff so shout out to taco vintage she's awesome um and yeah so that's just one part of it right it's like you also have like all of your stores that you can go to and then when you go out into the like world outside of the city a little bit you have all these other places like eco resorts that now sell like products and so you can see mm. what are doing like more regionally um i have the amazing amazing pleasure of going to chittagong this time and if you haven't been to chittagong like you got to go because it is just like a perfect place to get away from it all. Like when you're stuck in Dhaka for a while and you want to just like chill and like not hear a million sounds. Like Chittagong Thanks. is so, so beautiful. It's like living in a beautiful like rainforest mountaintop jungle. Like, wow. It's, it's amazing. I've never been. Really? I did when I was little. Really cool. Yeah. I've been to Chittagong two times. One was for an absolute rager of a New Year's party. And this time where I visited a, um, an all girls orphanage, which wow. so I had two very different experiences, but both amazing in their own. What wow. are these, I mean, the, the other thing I wanted to talk a little bit about is sort of like, you know, culturally the, like the nightlife in Dhaka, Chinagong, it seems like there's so much happening now. Like even when I lived there, you know, there were certain folks who would throw their parties at their houses type of thing. But yeah. now it's like, I don't know. I feel like they, they actually have venues like clubs and 
other places that you can go to before uh, it was like house parties that's and true like all hush hush you know it's the parents didn't loud. know it's still, it's still like that yeah yeah i mean it's still party. hush hush it's still hush hush in that i think it, yeah it's okay there are a few things so so one there's like this idea that like yes private parties are going to be private right and they're yeah. going to House, or they're gonna like rent out like the rooftop of the Sheraton or like the Westin or like one of one of these places. Then you have like your whole expat club scene, which mm-hmm. now that's like you know they sell like alcohol there and stuff like that. <clears throat> going. Then you have, then you have outside of all of this, and this is something I got to experience this year, which was so cool. Um, Shockrein, have you guys heard of Shockrein? Mm-hmm. Maya has. I was pipe. telling them about yeah. it. Yeah, it's the pipe oh, festival, right? So I've never been before. I'd heard about it kind of tangentially. And this year, a bunch of uh, a bunch of my friends, you know, decided that like, let's do this, let's try this. My friend, you know, Fadia was like, come join for this thing. It's gonna be really fun. And I looked it up and I was like, oh, this looks dope. So essentially it's like a bunch of in old Dhaka, right? So you go to Buran Dhaka and you have you go on a rooftop and it's like a full rave. And you're surrounded by other buildings where every single building they're having another equally massive rave party with lights and fireworks <laughs> wow. happening all unsanctioned fireworks first of all all like just like going off illegal fireworks like the <laughs> raves are just like amazing and just like kind of being on a rooftop in the middle of Burundhaka and seeing all of these dance parties happening around you it's absolutely wild it's so special what's the significance of this Kite. Is there like historical significance? I think it's it's yeah. changed then because when I knew what I what I knew Shakrayan as was a kite festival. It is. And so before before <laughs> the sunset, so before it got gentrified. No, no, no. Unfortunately, we did not get there during the day. And during the day is when it's the kite festival. So you're absolutely correct. It is a kite festival that then turns into a massive oh. rave after the sun goes down, and that's when all these parties start up. And so, but Chakran is like, it's it's a kite festival, also known as like Guri Utshob, I think. Guri uh-huh. Utshob. And then they have it in other, like Pakistan has it, it's called Basanti, I think, but it's a similar concept. Yeah, well, they have, so on the Bengali calendar, this is, I think, I want to say it's the ninth month, is Bosh, Bosh is the ninth month. Mm-hmm. Bosh. Bosh, 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 I don't know how you pronounce it, but um Essentially, this is the festival that happens to celebrate this. And I think the name is like Chakranti or something like that. And so mm-hmm. Chakrain is like the, like, then kind of colloquial name yeah. for it, I think. And so I was just so shocked by this because, you know, A, we're a bunch of like Gulshanites, like traveling to Purandhaka and <laughs> we're totally having our minds blown. It was, it was amazing. But were totally. you with a partying? On rooftops with, with other Gulshanites? Like, what was this? Yeah, so, I mean, all the rooftops have, like, different kind of different, you know, populations on them. But this particular party, a lot, like, all the Gulshanites that, like, went, went, like, to this. To that one. There were a lot of people there, luckily. But there were a lot of people from Borantaka there, too. So you really are mixing and seeing what, like, is going on outside of the little bubble of Gulshanites. Is it just, oh, wait, hold on, hold on. I need to know more. Is this just open? Like, how do you know which rooftop to, to go rooftop? to? Who rents the? Is it somebody okay, from Gulshan that owns that rooftop? Some, so it, it, yeah. So sometimes they're uh, put on by the people that like live in that building, or oh. the other companies that come and it's like, oh, you guys, you know, uh-huh. 
you guys come into your production company you're like hey we're gonna rent your roof oh, nice. so like the one we went to was like a ticketed event i think we paid too much um <laughs> because there are a lot of other rooftops that are just super Free. like yeah because after I, I remember a bunch of our friends who stayed on they went chod hopping after and they Chod-hopping. literally were like just walking into apartment buildings and like buildings and just going all the way up to the roof and just partying and then doing it again and again. Oh God, this sounds like so fun. Much. I'm just yes. thinking about all the annoyed people that were living and live like, there. In the but like everybody does it. Like this is like the thing. And I think it's over the course of a couple of days. And, and it's cool. a lot of young people or is it like all ages? I have a picture of this um, guy like throwing his baby in the air. Oh yes. Wow. <gasps> Yeah, um, I mean, I, I feel like Bangladeshis, there's no age group, right? You bring everybody because ain't nobody got babysitters. You know what I mean? Like, Bangladeshi nationals are not, like, allowed to drink in Bangladesh. Yeah. It's the law. So you don't go to these raves. I mean, there are no bars. Like, if you right. are drinking, you brought your own. Ah, okay. Guy who's, like, serving you up, you know, puchka and uh, chicken patties on your little, like, VIP section of, like, whatever. And you have your own booze. Which that sounds amazing. So you like, have it hidden somewhere in your pants. <laughs> just, no, you just bring it in like bags, you, oh, you know, and stuff. But like, it it's such a like Genjam situation that you can't actually stop anyone. Like, who's stopping you? You know what I mean? Yeah. Who That's stops you doing all. anything in Bangladesh? No, yeah. you can. I mean, it it really depends, right? Like, if the cops feel like it, they can mess with people. I mean, yeah, but I think if you're like, in like a specific socioeconomic tier, yeah. You can exactly. bypass a lot of those that mm-hmm. noise, which is, which is like inherently very sad, but also inherently like very useful. <laughs> <laughs> if you're in it, if you're in it, yeah. Which yeah. reminds me, you started this whole thing. I think it's called the Real Housewives of Dhaka, Bobby. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The no, Real Bobbies of Dhaka. The Real Bobbies of Dhaka. You started so I, it, or is this a new concept that so you're that just, creating? stupidly do on my social media okay I it's hilarious we just troll all of my friends who are oh. <laughs> and i just like i put them on my social media in like ways that are in very flattering and sometimes unflattering oh and yes i just like i just like storytell i basically make a little reality show out of my instagram stories for and fun. he uses the real housewives music you know Oh wow. my god! That little tune, and then he'll like pause at like some very a dramatic thing, and it'll be like thing. you know some some context for that moment. But you know, I have so many close relationships with these like amazing people in Dhaka that like sometimes we have to poke fun, right? And so we love it because also these people, right? We're all just like getting dolled up every night of the week to go to like some insane dawah. <laughs> <laughs> They are Which insane. It reminds me of like the Dubai bling, but the Taka bling version it's of that. It is, it's that. It's way better. It's way better. It is way Probably better. more insane, mm-hmm. like more over the top. It's over the top. And the things that people will do for these parties at their homes, their beautiful, lavish homes, or like at the rooftop of the Sheraton, or, you know, there are a lot of things happening, you know, that are also not just like fancy party initiatives, like they are initiatives like i have a friend who uh runs taka flow um you know which is like this amazing you know uh this amazing organization that promotes like yoga and wellness and wait all of these maya things. isn't that what she you was just talking about yeah, i was just talking about that that i want to be a part of that next for the for their next oh my year. god yeah my friend stacy and shazia and yeah um, yeah yeah. i'm gonna uh, be meeting with shazia and my friend adnan 
Oh, and, amazing. Yeah. And hopefully oh, conjure something up for next year. I just, I just looked for their little photo shoot that they had the other day. Um, and talk, I, I came into town. And like, this is so much thank content. Thank you guys so much for having me. Like, this was super fun getting to know both of you, Marion and Maya, <laughs> and also chatting with my cuz. Yeah, thank no, you for thank coming. You. This, this is, and can I just time. say, you are such an amazing human. Like, I, this was so great just learning from your experience and how much you represent for so many of us. But then how relatable all of your stories are. Like it's just it's just really nice to do to talk about these things on this platform because like Bushra said in the beginning, we nobody does it. Yeah. So for sure. thank you for doing Wait, all that you do. Let's leave with Mary and ask him one question that he has to sing about. Oh yes. I was like, well, I was like, what's your favorite song? Or what's like a situation where what would I what did I have? Shoot. What's your favorite Bangla song? My favorite Bangla song? I love this one by this artist called Nish, who yes. just dropped the song like a few weeks ago. And Can it's you like, sing two lines? Not really. He doesn't know the words. <laughs> I don't know, like that. No, I would, but I just like don't really know it so well. Here, it's this. It's this. I, I have to like remember it. Um. Tumi I've seen this. His voice is amazing. Some of the stuff he does just without music. Uh, Arif uh, like works on it. He's the one playing the guitar in this. He's in LA, right? Arif He's in LA, yeah, exactly. Yeah. He's a lovely guy. He is. He's in, in Taka, so I saw him in By Taka. the way, Maya lives in LA, so you guys should be. Oh, really? Yes. Wait, I'm where? in Temecula. I'm in Temecula. I'm oh, nice. about two hours away. Yes. So come yeah. here if you want wine. <laughs> We've been trying to set something up. Anything else? <laughs> Wait, we gotta leave. We you gotta sing us something because you are a great singer too. Please. Oh, no, I'm such. I'm really not. Yes, you really are. are. I appreciate that. You need to. Um, well, tell us about. Actually, you could probably sing us the Eid song that you worked on with your oh, sister. Actually. Yeah. It's like, uh, when you see the crescent moon, Eid is finally here. The month of Ramadan is done, a special time of year. With Mindy on our hands, we dress up and give out sweets. Oh, gifts and greetings all around for everyone we meet. Eid Mubarak, Eid Mubarak, etc., etc. I forget. Oh, I love it. was a show called Mira Royal Detective. Yes, yes, oh. that's where that's where I heard this. Yeah, my sister. You, and I you did that. We were like, let's like sing this song. No, and no, it, they then re like created yeah, it and sang it. Oh, wow. oh yeah, we, we, yeah, 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 we arranged the song, but yeah, <laughs> amazing. There's your there's your tidbit of my like. Thank you. Keep doing what you do. Yeah. Thank you, everyone. Thank you. Talk uh, to you later. Yes. Bye. Bye. How do you leave this? I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> There's a red button that says leave studio. <laughs> the bottom. <laughs> How do you leave this? That's oh my god, you're so lucky you related to him. Yeah, that was so such cute. a fun conversation because so good. Really